All right, we're here with our fourth episode of our podcast. We got some new faces here. Ziad, Austin, and Anthony returning. Have you been? Have you actually been on one of the published podcasts you. so far? You have? I can't remember. All right, today we're going to be talking about college and the general acceptance trends, especially apparent in the past two years. Austin, you chose to go to the Marines instead of... You know, it's like a, that's not a, like a standard route to go on. You know what I mean? What what made you choose to go to the Marines instead of like you know go down a more traditional path? That that's you, Austin. What? Hello? <laughs> Interesting. Um. Well, I chose that because military has always been like a thing for me. What, what do you mean it's been like a thing for you? Like it's you been always... like a plan for me. Oh, okay. It's like oh, so my the, friend so, Daniel. Uh huh. We always thought about going military. He always he went West Point. Mm-hmm. I wasn't smart enough for West Point, but I always did, like didn't know what branch I want to go to. Oh, I see. Like, this year, I finally decided to go Marines, and for like a a pride thing, I guess, because Marines and. Marines gets the most respect, true, out of every branch, and but they're yeah. also the most dangerous branch to go into. True, true. All right. And like, so so this was all the military was always something of a plan. It wasn't like a backup that you just kind of came up yeah. with. And like, basically, my mom doesn't have health insurance either. Mm-hmm. But if I go in Marines, Marines has like a lot of benefits, and giving health insurance for free to like my family is like oh, one of the perks one of the uh, benefits okay. so, like that's one and honestly I, like I had I had that academics to go to college but I want well, the main reason is I want to do more with my life because I didn't I feel like school is like yeah it's a good idea but I want to do more with my life you know than just sit in a classroom. Exactly. Yeah, hmm. that's so, like, I decided to fucking fuck that shit, bro. I'm going military, <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh, wait, is it's it's a being P- published? Is it, is it yeah. PG? All right, PG. Yeah. Of course, not. Are you going to study after? Are you going to go to college? Yeah, I'm going to college after four years. Nice. Oh, so you're in with a four-year commitment? Yeah, basically, I'm doing... My job in Marines right now is infantry. And then college, oh, I'm going to be doing kinesiology. Kinesiology, that's oh, pretty damn, cool. That's, oh, nice. that's definitely a change from infantry to kinesiology. Yeah. I mean, and it kind of like goes through because kinesiology is like physical therapy. Yeah, yeah it's all about movement. and Yeah, yeah that's true. And, you know, I got a got an A in anatomy last year, both semesters. <laughs> so I kind of fit for that job. But that's it because like for the longest time I wanted to get into like PT and study kinesiology and stuff mm-hmm. but that's like a lot of dedication and like a lot of hard work you know yeah trying to get all that stuff now it's so also that but it can be like a personal trainer as well yeah true yeah what are you what are you what are you trying to do Anthony? trying to well right now i'm gonna major in psychology so i'm taking a bunch of psych classes and stuff oh so you did decide to major in psychology yeah yeah i'm okay. gonna pursue it now how's that how's that going Dude, I love the class. Like, we're learning a lot of basic stuff that I like. I already know from like previous classes in high school and stuff. But I think it's really interesting to learn about like the brain and like 
the reason why people act a certain way they do or like feel a certain way they do. Yeah. So I hope eventually I can just reach a point where I'm able to like, you know, help people and like be a therapist and stuff. That's cool. That's so that's you want to go into like a private practice? Yeah, yeah. Of therapy, course. okay, cool. That's it. Yeah, that's what about you, Z? I actually don't know what your major is. Majoring in accounting, business, business administration, accounting. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, you want to be, okay, so you want to be more of a business exec. Do you want to be an accountant? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably start as an accountant for like, I'm trying to intern, I'm trying to intern my second semester. Okay. Because I, I, already, I already have an internship, but it's kind of far away, but if I, if I, if I dorm in Fullerton, then it's not going to be that far. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then hopefully with my internship, then I can get a job with the, with the company and then just, just like keep going, keep moving up yeah. to a bigger firm and hopefully open my own firm up. Yeah, go from there. Yeah, you're gonna need bank features. <laughs> Bro, wait, this might sound stupid, but like, every time people tell me they're gonna like major in business and all that stuff, like, I don't really get what that means, you know? Yeah. Like, what what is it? Like, explain. Like, where do you like, go to, what like, types of businesses you can do? So, so, so business has a lot of like branches in it finance, accounting. Well, I feel like the main benefit of getting like a business degree is just that it, you can take it into any field yeah, exactly, you want exactly. it just gives you like a general knowledge i mean yeah. i can't say exactly what business like they're going to teach you in business you yeah. know i mean i feel like i feel like a lot of business is getting out into the workforce of your specified field and just like mm-hmm. actually living you yeah. know and knowing, the job. knowing how to knowing how like the the whole like economy works like how to how to manage business but like how to like how like stuff like how to how money flows that's what you that's what you learn from business and then whatever you want and go from there so like you can you can do film you can you can be like you can do film business which is basically you just uh go on red carpets you just like talk to firms uh yeah you're involved in the film industry from the business side exactly yeah so a lot of people a lot of people um uh get a bachelor's yeah bachelor's in business and Mm -hmm. then Go to grad school for whatever they want. Yeah, they specify in grad school. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm speci- uh I'm getting. I'm hopefully like planning on getting my CPA for mm-hmm. for accounting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and going to grad school for accounting. Damn. All right. Yeah. Sounds like you got a game plan worked out. Yeah. So you're you're only a weekend at Fullerton, right? Yeah, a week and a half. What are you thinking of it so far? It's pretty chill. I mean, I I haven't I haven't gone any like business or accounting classes i'm only doing my GEs right now yeah well that's like your first two years right yeah, just, yeah. first two just years your GEs, get that GEs, out of the way basically. and then you can start you know exactly. narrowing it down in terms of class selection yeah yeah that's what i'm trying to intern my second my second semester so like i have a head start yeah. on people because there's so many people doing business yeah it's accounting yeah it's crazy. I, I don't know that's that's the one thing that would concern me if i was going into a business is that the market is so heavily yeah saturated so you gotta you gotta stand out yeah exactly there's so much competition out. you gotta be able to set yourself apart in some way or find some niche that you're able to like really specialize Bro, in. and that's what's scary to me exactly about going into those like popular fields you know like really popular fields yeah this cutthroat it's like you have to be top of the class and like be different from everyone else if you want to get to yeah. what you want to get yeah exactly yeah. And yeah, it seems that nowadays it's not enough to just like, you know, get a, get a master's or, you know, mm-hmm. graduate from exactly. grad school with, you know, whatever degree it is, a PhD, yeah. whatever it is. Like you have to become like extremely specialized in one field. And I feel yeah. like that's one of, I mean, at least that's one of my goals is to become like, 
essential. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like become needed. Yeah, that that's good because when when you've reached that point, then you're gonna maintain employment yeah. at all times because exactly. there's always gonna be somebody that needs you exactly. for you know this specific part of something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel but I feel like it takes a lot of creativity to be able to find out what that what that uh niche is for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a bachelor's degree in, in business, if you just have a bachelor's <coughs> in business, that doesn't mean anything, bro. <coughs> well, yeah, because it's such a. Yeah. Can, it's can, a, it's so broad. You can like, barely you, make a living. From yeah, you that. can. I mean, you can. There's a lot of ways you can take that, but it's yeah. not enough for you to be a high paid. Exactly. You know, business exec with just a bachelor's. Like you need to go to school for longer than that. I don't know about degrees. y'all, but I'm trying to retire before like forty or something. Before forty? Before forty forty five. That's a dream and a half. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about yeah. that. Listen, that's the, dream. That's the, the average dream. age of retirement is getting older and older yeah. and older, and this dude trying to retire at 40, 45. I mean, if you're, if, 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 not saying it's not possible, but that's a very, very like, select group not, of people who are like, able to do something like, like that. Not like retire at 40, but like not do as much work. I want to be like financially 40. stable and happy. Exactly. Take more vacations, be able yeah. to like be more laid back. And so like be, owning your own business and hiring enough people exactly. that can just work for you Something where you're like just raking that. in the profits. I yeah. see what you mean. I mean, that's everybody's dream is to be able to just lay back and watch the money just, you know, fall into yeah. place. But just, no one has the no one has the work ethic or like well, I mean that that's few the, people have the work ethic. That that's what's going to set people apart is the exactly. work ethic because yeah. honestly, if you're able to really sit down and, you know, crunch the numbers and put in the work, then you're going to be able to, you know, make something of yourself. But if, you know, you're still that person just holding on to that dream but not really willing to be to put in the, you know, actual work behind it, exactly. you're not going to be able to make anything That's of true. yourself. Just be- because you're always going to be relying on handouts, you know what I mean? Because you're not willing to make it happen for yourself. And eventually people are just not going to be there for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at some point in your life, you have to be able to take the reins. But backtrack a little bit. So before any of us got into college what did you guys think of the whole college application process like Austin what did you have to do for the Marines to apply like you, did you did you even apply to any other schools other than no, the Marines you just no so you went you, did, you didn't even apply you just went straight to the Marines I was completely only Marines oh okay so you didn't even have to go through much of the application yeah. process then no but the whole Marines process took as long yeah. Oh no, no, no. That's not not the, not to undermine yeah. the marine application process. But you didn't have to go through. But you didn't have to well, go through everyone else's essays or anything, though. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah, it's a different type of like physical application yeah. and stuff like that that you Basically, have to go through. Like, you have to whole processes. You meet up with a recruiter, which takes a while because they're, they're also recruiting a lot of people from like other different schools. Mm-hmm. So like it's whole appointment thing, and that took. About three weeks to a month, bro. Really? Yeah. Just to get an appointment? Yeah. Yeah. And after that, everything was, like, much easier after that. Mm-hmm. He, but it, was, it was just a pain getting the initial appointment and yeah. getting things rolling. Yeah. Because, like, my original cr- recruiter had to... I had to switch to a different one because he... He, uh, reti- he... No, he didn't retire, but he retired from staff sergeant recruiter. And now he's a... What do you call those people? Up at boot camp. Or oh. he's a drill instructor now. He's a drill sergeant? He's an instructor, yeah. Oh, okay. And that switch up, and then that took forever too, but found, and his name's Sergeant Majiraga. Mm-hmm. Meet with him, and then met up with him. And then he took me to the whole stages, which was the most painful thing ever. I had to wake up, first one, wake up four in the morning. He drove me to LA. I took a test, like a subject test. 
took about like five hours jesus yeah it was a whole bunch of like it was like on like 10 other subjects which you never like math like, english those type of things or like, like those basic stuff and like mechanical engineering what the heck and like arithmetic reasoning a bunch of that stuff mm. it, it's like supposed to test you on like what you're good at so oh, okay, can, so like an aptitude test. Kinda. Okay, so somewhat of an aptitude test, I see. Yeah. Okay. And I, I scored a 77 on that, which you have to get a 72 to uh, qualify for infantry. And the passing is just like 50. Oh, okay. Which some people don't pass, apparently. Dang. Which is kind of sad. And then after that, I went home. And then a few weeks later, I went up, I went up again. For this whole process, like, I f- frick, I forgot, but, like, it took 13 hours, bro. Jeez. Yeah, I was there since 3.45. I got back home at 5. No, I got back home at 7, including the whole drive back. All the traffic. Jeez. Yeah. It just sounds kind of, I don't know. I think it's definitely for a specific type of person. I think you have to be pretty driven. And I think, like, a lot of this application process for the Marines, like, weeds out a lot of the people who were just kind of saving it as a backup. And we're just like, I guess I'll just go to the military and, you know, take that route. But, like, I think this whole process weeds out a lot of people who just have that mindset and aren't really willing to put in the work, you know what I mean? I really feel like Marines is looked down upon, or just military in general. I feel like a lot of people think that people just join because, oh, they don't have, like, like, they're not smart enough, so they are just join Mm -hmm. military. I feel like a lot of people look at it like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, that's the way I viewed it. I no, no, 100%. Like... Well, you definitely are given that stigma because, like, you know, when you see in, like, movies and TV shows and all that, it's just, like, the dumb dude who didn't, you know, do well in high school just decided to, you know, sign up for the army. You know what I mean? Like, and all he does is sign a piece of paper and that's, he's in. That's I mean? exactly why they have boot camp. Split the people yeah. that are actually driven to do what the whole military thing. Uh-huh. And there's the people who join because yeah, that they don't have the... anything else to do. Yeah. So people who are driven are the ones that go through boot camp because yeah, that's around. literally hell for three months. Yeah. Like, literally, what I did today for two hours was I literally thought I was going to pass out in that heat, bro. Yeah. And another thing, Austin, like, since you started the, going to the Marines, bro, you've been going to the gym. You've been working out, like, every day. And, like, yeah, that's, like, like, we, like we've, we've all, all seen, seen the We've all seen it. And we've all, yeah. we've all, I think we've all acknowledged it at one point or yeah. another. Like, you got big. Yeah, and, and yeah, you, you, you like have this work ethic that's like really, I, I really gotta say, impressive. I gotta say, really I haven't impressive. seen this work ethic from you since like since I've known you, since you yeah. started the Marines. When you started the Marines, like you had this drive about you that I thought was really admirable and like I respected it a lot because it showed just like a determination to meet a certain goal and you were yeah. like willing to put yeah. that above all else. And I don't know, I, I really respected that. No, yeah, even, even, even uh, in our senior trip in Big Bear. We were like we were all just laying down like just chilling, and Austin was outside like doing doing his getting his work, uh, yeah, getting his daily workout in. He's doing jump ropes and push ups and sit ups and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, really like exactly. just just putting in the work. And it's a lot of self discipline, and that's what I I yeah, respect that a lot. So yeah, I'm I'm also doing this marine thing because I feel like I lack discipline, because like I like always treat my parents like trash. And I feel like that is because I don't have enough 
discipline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty mature for you to like analyze that yeah. of yourself, reflect exactly. upon that, and then make like make a move. You know what I mean? Yeah. You decided upon a course of action that will you know hopefully instill in you this discipline. And I mean, I, I think we we just saw we've already you know we've seen that change. At yeah. least I have, you know. And I think I no, think Z just have, commented yeah. on that. Yeah, um, definitely. Has. Yeah, dude. Like I don't know. That's that's a. I'll tell you later what he said about me. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just it's interesting though that that you know, just, just you haven't even like really begun the process or, or be, I mean you've started to become a process of marine, but you're not at boot camp or you know. Yeah. I I don't know what what lies ahead of you, but it seems like you still have a long road ahead of you, and you've yeah. already started on that road of yeah, like disciplining think, yourself. Yeah. You're definitely you're definitely like, preparing yourself. Yeah. And but. Yeah. I'm honestly it's all like anyone like skinny can go there and pass but like that that stuff over there is all mental dude like forget the physical that's that's like 1% of it like 99% it's all mental like you have I'm still like working on that because I feel like mentally I'm like not even halfway prepared yet well, that's what boot camp is supposed to instill, or I mean, at least part of it. Yeah. I mean, that would be a hard part for me is because, you know, anybody can get physically fit, you know, so long as you just, you know, you do the workouts and all that stuff, but it's staying mentally tough and yeah. staying disciplined with yourself, even when, you know, especially when no one's watching, because it's exactly. easy to be disciplined exactly. when you're sitting in front of a, a drill sergeant or an instructor, yeah. or whatever it was, and, you know, they say do some push-ups, so you do some push-ups, but... When you know when you're home alone, exactly. and instead of you know instead sitting on your couch, or, you know yeah playing video games or you know looking at your phone, you know you're hanging yeah, out with friends even. Yeah, you're you're you instead take it upon yourself to do those push-ups when you know no you're not gonna get a reward for it or anything yeah. like that. But the understanding that the reward is gonna come later when you're able to, you know, reflect back upon that work and see yourself as having grown because of it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like a delayed gratification, and like you have it. It takes a mature person to be able to see that and yeah. be able to continue working towards that so i don't know i have a lot of respect for the path you've chosen and at first i definitely did like i was like i was yeah. kind of, i was like what like, not gonna to lie we like uh, almost everyone doubted that. well yeah no, no everybody did doubt it dude i was honestly like i took that doubt and, and i used it as motivation yeah. that's good though that's good though you transformed yeah. it into something positive which exactly. i'm i mean yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 proud of you to have done that. That's that's really that's a really I think that's a really great step down, you know, the right path. Exactly. I'm honestly like so scared though, cause like even today I was um today is when I officially got signed as infantry. I talked to my sergeant. We like officialized it, and then like he he even like double checked on me if I'm sure I want to go infantry, cause that's the most dangerous one out of all. Yeah. Why did you choose infantry? Yeah. Infantry. Yeah. Cause I, I was thinking about doing combat support, but then. Yeah, infantry is like front line. Oh, hold on, important phone call. I don't know. This past year, though, I wanted. To, I'll, I'll change subjects real quick, but this past year, the past two years, I think, a lot of people are like Anthony. Why what? are you? What What was your reason for going to a, a junior college? Well, I mean, it wasn't really, like, a choice. It was mm-hmm. kind of, like, something I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I was forced to because, you know, freshman, sophomore year, I did really, really good. Grades mm-hmm. were amazing. Yeah. And then junior year, I fell off, you know, like, stuff, life happens, you yeah. know. Mine got, you know, my focus shifted on the wrong things. Yeah. So then it resulted, like, that's a very crucial year, you know. 
And then from that, I kind of just lost hope about, like, going to, like, a better college. Than yeah, and to be honest, all it takes is, like, a few months, like, a semester of a slip-up, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, even a, even a few weeks of a slip-up, like, that, you'll have to, like, work that back for that semester, and that could potentially mess up that semester, and that semester could mess up, like, your chances of going to this, like, specific college, because yeah. nowadays, it's so hard to get into anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, even state schools are so selective. Like, SDSU, where, I mean, a few years ago, it was like, anybody gets in there, right? Like, they're just handing out acceptance letters, it seemed. But now, it's like, it's a genuinely competitive school. Yeah, of course. And that kind of, like, I mean, I don't know, I think colleges have to take a step back and see, like, what is going on because the whole application pro the whole college acceptance system in my opinion is completely broken like if, if, if anything the the scandals of this past year should prove that like yeah. there was somebody who was able there was there was numerous people who were able to rig the system and buy their way into college like think about how stupid that is yeah. and these were only the people that caught that were caught you know yeah. we don't even know if there are other examples i mean i'm sure there's other did examples did you hear of about the ucla soccer team thing what do you mean what is it ucla yeah um, what happened like a bunch of parents bribed the coach, paid him a lot of money to make their uh, kids play for UCLA. UCLA. Really? And then the coach got caught. Well, wow. I think college is just and a bunch of BS. Yeah, and honestly. another thing about the college processing thing, it's getting so hard to get into colleges. It's crazy. Like the acceptance and, uh, rate. Yeah, the acceptance rates are dropping for yeah. every college. And not only that, but it's hard to get classes because there exactly. there's so, oh, yeah. many, people so many people there. The the average graduation rate is five years now. That's insane. Jeez. It's not even so you're paying for that extra year of tuition, for those yeah. extra class. You're there for those extra classes. I don't know. I mean, at the end of my four years of high school, I felt burnt out. <coughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Because I mean, they push you so hard in high school. And to be honest, if I was to go back and do it, so much of that stuff was wasted time. Like yeah. I took five AP classes my senior year. And I, on, I only had six classes in total, but in five of them were AP, right? And I regret taking five APs because they honestly didn't end up doing anything. My focus, I couldn't really focus on one class or for, over another because really? they all demanded a lot, yeah. right? Because they're an AP class, obviously. And it was just a culmination of a lot of different, like, it was just too much. Like, the max I would, I would recommend is, like, three APs. Yeah, but, you should cap at three APs. But, then, but people are yeah. willing to go so, like extreme about it i don't know like it doesn't make a lot of sense and like boston university was only accepting fours or higher and my ap oh, scores wow. this year weren't even that good yeah me so like so then it was kind of a wasted year because it brought overall brought down my grade point average yeah because they're harder classes which means they're harder to get a high grade in and if you don't even get it if you don't get a four on a test what's the point of taking the test in the first yeah. place yeah you know thing, what i mean yeah the thing is People, people who can manage those classes, like the 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 Tony Cams of our school, like who can manage those classes, taking mm-hmm. like seven APs per year, like those, like they pay off. Not gonna lie, APs pay off if you get that score. They they like eliminate a lot of uh, units that you need. They, they can, but like, like for Boston, they only take specific APs anyways. Really? Because they want to be able to school you. They have this new initiative called the BU Hub, right? And it's the way that they uh, approach their the GE credit. So they've structured it in a specific way that is unique to BU, and they want people... That's like an attraction for BU. So they yeah. want to be able to educate people using their method. You know what I mean? Like the BU education, right? Yeah. So they're not taking that many APs because they don't want them to knock out these APs anyways. So... Honestly, the only reason to take APs is just to show yourself that 
show colleges that you're challenging yourself. But when you get to like when you get past three APs, it just becomes overwhelming. And I heard some great advice this year. Um, one of the teachers, I think it was actually um, Mr. Lapage. He said, if you're not even if you're not genuinely interested in the course material, taking an AP yeah. in that course will do you absolutely no good because you'll just hate it. Yeah. Because you're you're challenging yourself in an area that you're not even interested in and are already like disregarding and then you're putting that extra, you know, added effort that you're not even willing to and spend. And you're not focusing on what you need. Well yeah, you're not even yeah, exactly. Like like I took AP stats this last year and it was such a waste of time for me because yeah. I hated the class. I mean, if if you like math, I'm sure it would have been great, but I don't like math as it is. So looking back on it, like, why would I take another AP? My college counselor was like, you should probably take another AP, but I only had four. Yeah. And I was like, really? Like, I don't know. I was kind of nervous about the whole situation anyways. But, like, I should have just taken FST because yeah. it would have it would have brought up my grade point average and it would have stressed me out so much less than yeah. AP stats did unnecessarily. And by the end of the year for AP stats, I was barely doing the homework because I was so over the course material and I just had such a hard time paying attention in class because I was so uninterested with the material that was being taught i just like zoned out yeah so it it ended up almost backfiring taking that ap you know what i mean and another one of my ap's i feel like not enough people do research on the classes one one of my ap's apr history right it was the first year that teacher had taught the course in six years yeah and we got the textbook for the course like three days before the class started so she had no idea what she was going to be teaching had no like like a, a defined course schedule or curriculum or like I mean she had we, we changed curriculums and like grading styles at least five times during the year yeah. like in terms of you know oh we're doing quizzes every Friday now we're not even taking the quizzes anymore every test is a group test now it's all individual here's how we're going to be doing this like every unit was a different, different thing yeah. so you couldn't get a rhythm for that class and I wasn't even that I mean the the content was fairly interesting because I, I enjoy history so it was kind of cool to be able to see the art forms that came out of it mm-hmm. but the way the class was taught was just yeah. because she didn't know what she was doing it was just so dry yeah. and so I mean it, it, it's not necessarily her fault because she wasn't I mean it is her fault because she wasn't well prepared but at the same time like I don't know it just, it just overall was a, a negative experience that I feel like wasn't necessary and didn't end up helping me in any specific way yeah. so like there's two APs right there that I just it didn't end up benefiting me whatsoever. Apes or AP Environmental Science wasn't that bad. It's too easy. Um, yeah, it was, the content was easy. It was just a lot of busy work. Mm-hmm. Um, see, AP Gov. I also, I mean, I'm my major is poli sci, so AP Gov was really AP interesting Gov to me. Was, yeah. And and I enjoyed the class. So hard. But the, the thing about AP Gov, I don't get why, but. It's a year-long course that's been compressed into a semester for our exactly. school. Exactly. That that's makes it so much more difficult. Econ. Same thing with Same econ. thing with AP Econ, dude. Yeah. It's, it's a it was year, a year-long course. It's a year-long course. It's a year-long course. Ours, ours was... Ours was AP... Uh, no, 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 no. It's, it wasn't taught as a year-long econ. course, but it is a year-long course. Like, like half, half of the nation teaches that as a year-long course. Oh, yeah. as a year-long course. But, I mean, I mean, to be honest, I'd rather have either AP Gov or AP Econ as a year-long exactly. course so at least you're able to like dive into it and really understand what's going on yeah. because I mean for AP Econ we had five units and we had like a semester left mm-hmm. so we burned through the units so fast I mean it was like every two weeks 
new unit, new unit, unit. You know, it was just like, it was so much information coming at you. And if you didn't understand it, there wasn't enough time for you to go back and like relearn the material unless you wanted to spend extensive hours outside of the classroom yeah. understanding it. And for me, like math doesn't really click for me. Like I just, I, it never really has. It's not my strong subject. Yeah. Uh, so that class was just, it was painstaking, you know what I mean? Because I'm not, I didn't understand the material right away. And then it took extra time to go back and like relearn the material, you know, by myself. Yeah. So that was just a, a pain, you know what I mean? And like like I said, overall, like it didn't necessarily help with my college. I mean, I'm not even, the thing is, nobody's really sure like what they did right on their application that, that allowed them to get in or didn't get in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's no there's like, like review they, that they send no, back. Yeah, they, they, they don't send what, what you did right or wrong in the yeah. application. And, and the thing is, every year they're always looking for something different. different. There's yeah. always, like, now they're valuing essays more highly or they're valuing teacher recommendations more Definitely highly. Essays. Dude, essays, I think... Dude, essays can be BS so hard. Essays like, I could be yeah. dumb as hell. Dude, like, if I honestly, that proof that's the thing. Stuff, boom, the, thing is, the thing is, essays, you can just make up stuff too and it's not like they can fact check you on exactly. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like they're, 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 they're definitely like, sure if you're like... Yes, look, 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 you can't make up some random story. Yeah, you're story, not going to make a but unrealistic you can, story. You, 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 you can you also, you can embellish something so heavily that it barely represents, it's still realistic, but barely represents the story that you experienced. So this is why, like, like, I don't like, I, I'm not disrespecting it, but I don't like how, like, black, like, black people from, like, Compton are, like, getting, like, VIP services. Did you see that? Um, black, these guys from, like, the hood area gone to, like, college, they get, like, a VIP bus that takes them to the college visit. Oh, really? It's like... And I, like, I mean, it, all it is know, is basically a publicity stunt for these colleges. It's like, look, we're reaching out to these underrepresented, these minority groups, right? Exactly. And honestly, I was talking to some people from Israel. We have like, close family friends who, like, grew up... The parents grew up in Israel. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is not the way college in Israel works at all. It's There's a line. If you pass that bar, you're in, right? And you're in the college system. Yeah. There's no, like, you know... There's let no me, let me, in, but there's someone better. Yeah, you. let me let me or let me look at like these different aspects. It's it, you either pass it or you don't. It's very black and white and it's very clear cut, right? I I, I don't know, uh, you know the the subtleties of the Israeli college system, so I can't say for sure. But I mean, he experienced it and he's a doctor, so I don't know. I feel like he's got a pretty good grasp on the Israeli uh you know education system. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you you get people who are getting in because they they have they're one sixteenth Native American. You know what I mean? Exactly. And they're not as qualified, but because they have this, you know, diversity factor that the colleges can promote as them, you know, saying, oh, look at this. We have this, you know, minority group represented on our campus. They're getting in. And not to, not to say that they have, the minority group hasn't struggled, but is that really the way that we're going to, you know... Evaluate. Yeah. Same well, with, like, like, first gens and stuff. Yeah, first generation as well. It's like, it's... Any reason to, like, accept a minority group? Yeah, honestly, any type of minority group seems to have a leg up on everybody else. I have a lot of South African friends who put down African-American as their ethnicity because it gave them a better chance of getting into college. I know know Jeanette... Uh, hey, don't, don't, don't throw names out. Don't throw names Well, no, no, no. I mean, this isn't shade. Okay, okay. I mean, like, <laughs> if I had the ability to do this, I mean, I would have too. It's a smart play. But she applied because she has a Vietnamese citizenship. She applied as an out-of-international out of international student. student. Yeah. To UCI, right? See, it's so and I don't, I see, I don't, I don't know how much that affected. So I, I can't say because I don't know what her grades Foreign were. Students like that. do get a, like, but like they definitely, it, it definitely, it definitely does help, right? Any type of, um, you know, label you're able to throw behind your name or any type yeah. of minority group you're able to affiliate with, people are trying so. Hard. I mean, people are taking Ancestry.com like DNA tests to try and figure out 
what their ethnic breakdown is so that they can put something really random on their, you know, on their application. And they may not even, like, they wouldn't, you could see the whitest dude ever, but because he's, you know, had a, uh, you know, his his great-great-great-great-great-grandfather was, you know, a little bit African-American or, you know, whatever it was, was, I mean, Pacific Islander or, you know, something like that. He he can throw that down as him being one thirty second something, and you know yeah. be, that's like the cutoff is one thirty second is that's the max or the the least amount of DNA you can have to identify as a specific. Yeah, like, at least I, I, I think I can that put is. But like, <laughs> great grandfather was black. Yeah, that stuff's not you know like that, that, that's so <laughs> nonsense. You know what yeah. I mean? Like people people are getting prioritized, and like I said, I don't know how heavily the college system seems to be. But they they seem to be skewing it towards minority yeah, groups. I mean, it's sure, pretty well true. known, right? They can't actively discriminate. But they're saying, you know, they're, they're basically giving, you know, we're giving these people a chance and everybody's like, oh, you know, that's so, I mean, the people who aren't directly impacted by this are how great, you know, that these people are being finally represented. But you have to look at the people who are being passed over because they don't fit a specific bill. You know what I mean? Because, like, because I'm white as hell. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to get into, you know, these more selective schools. And I'm not saying I would have, you know, if I wasn't white, but it, it, it just makes it harder. You know what I mean? And it seems like it's another obstacle to overcoming the already, like, broken and just insanely difficult college application process. I mean, I applied to 17 schools. That's ridiculous, right? Like, that's yeah. that's so many essays to write. So, so many, many. So much money, too. You so, pay so much think money. Think about this. Money. Think about how much money the colleges make just off applications. They don't and have they to do anything. Yeah, they don't have, they don't to, have to do accept. anything. Yeah. So that's no money spent on their part. It's just profit. And it was, like, 70 bucks to submit each yeah. application. Yeah, yeah. And I applied to 17 schools. Like you know that, that's else? just insane. I think it's the legacy stuff, too. BS. That like, makes like, no like, sense legacy makes no sense either. Just because your grandfather was smart enough to get into UC, USC doesn't mean you, you are, are smart enough to get into yeah, USC. Yeah, because I know so many kids like that. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, they have, like, a parent that works there, like, a family connection. Like No, it's all about who you know. Like, it's exactly. all about who you know. And, like, do they deserve it? Do half of these kids really deserve it? No. I vote perfect in his office, but he didn't, like, get in right away. But um, his brother got a full ride to USC for uh, art, right? This my friend Chris. He he wasn't look. He wasn't dumb, but his academics were definitely not enough. Yeah, they weren't on par with the USC. Yeah, like, this guy had like a thirty six percent in AP Psych, and I was like, <laughs> wow. how? F-? And the, but he got into the transfer program at Paris, That's which true. is also really hard. Two people from our school got into that. And like, other it's still yeah, he but like it makes it no sense to me at all. Yeah, and that's not to discredit the people that genuinely deserve to get into the, these schools, but also like getting into these schools is starting to mean less, in my opinion at least, because a lot of people just discount you. If 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 you if you're a member of a minority, like you're automatically discredited because you're like, oh, you just got in because of you, you know you identify as a specific you know blah blah blah. So ultimately, it hurts them too. Like it hurts the minority still because they're still being discredited, but like yeah. you know just in a different way. Because now it's not that you can't get in because you don't have the resources or whatever it is. It's because in. you got in and even people just automatically smart, Even if you're even if you like, yeah, so, you were so qualified. It also ends up working against them. So on, yeah. like, n- nothing really good comes out of it other than the fact that they are able to graduate with this degree. But then you got to look at the people that you know were passed over because they didn't fit the minority, but they were more qualified. That's how my dad got into U- UCSD was his um, Mexican-American friend got in, right? And he was much less qualified than him, so he wrote a letter to you at UCSD and was like, "Yo, like yeah. here, here's his grades. I'm, you know, like, he, and this guy was already into UCSD, so he had no problem like sending him his, you know, transcripts and all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm not sure about the specifics of the situation, but 
my dad basically when it used a backdoor right was able to like reach out to UCST and was like yo guys what the heck is going on this guy got in he's way less qualified than I am and he was able to get in that way at least that's what he's that's what he's told me so yeah but like it's become you have I don't know the whole college acceptance is you have to play it's such a you know, board game it's you know it it's is, like it you have to uh, it's, it's insane to think like business more it's, and more honestly and you gotta start thinking about college like so freshman year at least you have to start thinking yeah. about where you want to go to college my freshman year I, I couldn't tell you what I wanted to do or I mean I, I hadn't yeah. I, had, I knew I wanted to do something in law or you know head that direction politics maybe something like that right but I couldn't tell you where I want I didn't even know Boston University existed I didn't know what I wanted to do in terms of you know where I wanted to go what I really wanted to study you know I hadn't narrowed anything down but I mean, it, it the kids now, they're yeah, so screwed, dude. Yeah. Every year it gets tougher. You know what I mean? Yeah. The college acceptances get stricter, and it just becomes more stressful. And it becomes, I mean, look at the lengths people are going to just to get their kids accepted. They're yeah. bribing people, buying off people. They're, I mean, it's a whole shit show. It's just honestly, and we need to take a step back. The businesses are even saying there's been multiple articles published that like. Businesses are unhappy with the product of the college, the, the students that are being produced from this college system because all they know how to do is take a test and they can't think outside the box or be creative or you know come up with their own original ideas because all they've been trained to do is take a test because that's what's prioritized. I mean, think about this. Throughout elementary school, middle school, high school, if you were, if you were able to ace a test, you were given priority, right? Like that, that was the goal, was to be yeah. able to ace a test. Not necessarily, I mean, in my opinion, a test is honestly just being able to regurgitate information that you've stored in your head. Not necessarily because you understand it or, you know, are able to explain the ins and outs of it. Just because you were able to memorize something and then regurgitate it when you saw it, you know, appear in front of you on a scantron. You know what I mean? And that's not, that doesn't, that's not a measure of true intelligence in my opinion. And how you identify or define intelligence is, you know, unique to each person. But I don't think that that really fits anybody's idea of intelligence is being able to just regurgitate information because anybody can do that a parrot can do that you know what I mean it's not it's not I don't know super beneficial in the workforce so I don't know I think the college system it needs to be fixed and I I don't have a solution because I don't know I mean it's it's so huge you know how are you going to fix that this is this is just the you know a complaint I guess but I I don't I don't I don't offer I, I can't offer much of a solution but, I mean, do you guys have any? Do you guys think you have any solutions or anything like that? Any ideas? College system? Yeah. No, it's too broken to like fix anything already. It's too, it's too like far deep in. Yeah. Like it's been going on for so long. It's been too ingrained. You know something that I think is really cool in Israel, and I know they do this, and I think Korea as well. You have to serve in the army for like two years before you go to college. No, yeah, after high school. That's, I don't know if, if you're it, a citizen of like wherever you just like Korea, you have to serve for six yeah. months. Yeah, that's same like, thing. Yeah, for, it doesn't, for, it's, it's not before college though. Same thing. Oh, any, really? any time before Oh, see, for, for Israel, they serve for like, they go in two years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Is that why one of your friends, I don't know her name. Yeah, like Orya and Omer both did that. They went to the army to serve. And you people, girls? Pe- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. guys for Korea. Oh really? No, it's every everybody in Israel. Before but before they go to college and like they come out of it so mature and ready to face the world. I mean honestly you're you're sending you're sending an eighteen year old to start their life at college. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know, it seems like such a 
It's such a big jump. It's, it's, it's a, such big, a jump. big jump. And there's not there's no way to like really smoothly transition yeah. that. See, and that's I why. think there is though. I think we should start like that stuff. We should be exposed to it at a younger age. Like you know, art schools and stuff. They're exposed to like things they want to like pursue at a really early early age. And they just go with that throughout their whole schooling career yeah. before college. Yeah, and I think that's a much more interesting approach, but how are you going to create a general education system yeah. that allows people to the specialize public. so oh, intensely? Dude, I think it's easy. You teach the basic subjects, you know, mm-hmm. give them the basic knowledge and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and you offer all these more advanced classes for these basic, like, subjects and stuff yeah. for people who want to pursue but is, that. But isn't that already happening APs? with APs, though? Yeah, but then we can add way more classes in our schooling system that exposes kids to more things. But then it becomes more of a budgeting issue than anything. You yeah. know, resources, being able to finance all that. I don't know. That becomes a you whole think issue in itself. I think to find the teachers, the teachers, the resources. Material. I mean, I don't know. It's there's a lot of you have to get like a credential to teach an AP class, and yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of. It's not such an easy fix. You know, that, there's, there's still a lot of problems with that solution itself. Exactly. There's a big jump from from teachers that you call Mister and Mrs. It's and then when you go to yeah, when you go to when you go to college, it's professors, Professor, doctors. Yeah. It's such a it's such like they're viewed they're viewed different. Like teachers in high school and a professor in college or a doctor in college. Yeah, well, they're more qualified. I mean, yes. they kind of view yeah. them the yeah. same though. Like with my school, at least. I mean, they obviously have, like, they're way more qualified to teach that course, and they know way more, mm-hmm. but I don't see a huge difference between the two. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends from professor to professor. Yeah. I guess it really just depends on the person, but I don't know. I mean, it is a pretty huge jump, and it's definitely a trial by fire because there's some people who just aren't ready for that yet, and I think that's a big part reason why the, the junior college track has become so much more popular yeah. because people are just taking a step back, and it's become, it's or at least I view it as a lot less negatively or there's less of a stigma surrounding a junior college it's yeah. like oh you just weren't able to handle you just weren't didn't have the grades to go yeah, to a four year you didn't go to a four it's, year it's, become, it's so smart it's, it's become it's become a way to save a lot of money and then still transfer into a so, college and still graduate with the oh, same degree yeah. but saving yeah, everyone, a lot of money still everyone looks down upon like you see what's people like going oh you're going to IBC you can't yeah. say anything like sh- dude, shut up bro like, see like, like I that's such a, that. that's a smart thing to like you like some people don't have the money to go to college yeah exactly it's like I don't know like people say sh- stuff like that it's yeah it's I think it's definitely it, it, if it's for you I don't know I think the main thing is people aren't selecting colleges based on what's really going to work for them. They're selecting it for the, the clout, the name brand the recognition. Name, yeah, the name. You know what I mean? Name. Like, they're not what selecting college? it because of a specific program that they're interested in. I don't know. Like, that's why, like, I'd never heard of Urbana Champagne, right, when Ryu applied to it. Like, he yeah. told me about it, right? And I was like, so why, why'd you choose there? Like, I don't, I don't recognize the name. I don't know much about the school. But it was because the specific program he applied to, I th- it's some, something with engineering, right? But it was ranked really highly. For that specific major, yeah, and yeah. so that's where he went because that's what he's specializing in, and, that's and that makes sense. That's that's what everybody should do because colleges they're out there to specialize for you. You know what I mean? Like you should be thinking about your future, not because oh you're gonna be able to put this degree up on your wall. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, is that really gonna be a good fit for you? I mean, UCLA dropout rate is so insanely high because people get there. I mean, I know a few people who graduate or who went to UCLA for two years or however long, right, and then just dropped out because they were it just wasn't for them. You know what I mean? Because people just go there because they know it's a great school, but they don't actually, you know, really analyze the situation in a way that I think would be beneficial to them. They don't, they don't look at it at, through a through a different lens of, you know, how is this going to impact me and my future, and am I going to be able to, you know, really make it in this environment? Is this environment really conducive for me? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of people overlook that and 
don't prioritize that as much as they should. Exactly. Yeah. That may just be that may just be me. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that definitely is a trend I've been seeing a lot of. Then for me, for me personally, I don't, I don't know about like other cultures, but my parents, my parents really looked at the name as like the biggest thing. They didn't even look at the major. They didn't even look at the I think for immigrant parents, that's how. Yeah. All so I think I think for okay. immigrant parents that that's like a big thing though because if the, the, that's like a sign that they were able to make it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when they get to this specific level of accolades that they, that their you know son or daughter was able to attend such a prestigious university, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, but but when you really look at it, like it's not going to benefit them as you know as much as you think it would yeah. because all you know is the name, but you don't really know. If that's gonna be a truly good fit, mm-hmm. I, I, that's something my mom especially stressed a lot, and you know my dad too. They they stressed that they wanted me to go to a place where I felt like it would be beneficial to me, regardless of the name, regardless of you know the location. They wanted me to go to a place that would really benefit me and allow me uh, put me in a, an environment that would allow me to grow into myself. You know what I mean? Not just put me in an environment where I'd be able to graduate with some you know big name school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Of course, you still want to go to the best university possible and all that. But, but at the same time, another, like you, got, a lot of stuff. you got to take a lot of stuff into account when you're looking at the whole college, you know, experience. I don't know. I feel like not enough people view it as this is you. Dis- you know, colleges don't choose you. You choose the college. I mean, yeah. it, there, there, there's a little bit of give and take in, but, in that in that sense. But, but you're the one applying. But you're the one applying. And if you're not applying to a place where you don't think you'd be happy, what's the point of even going there? For me, I only applied, and I, I know I applied to a lot of schools, but I was I would have been happy going to any of them. You know yeah, what I mean? I feel like I didn't apply to anywhere, and that's why I didn't apply to yeah, any Cal yeah. states. I hadn't, I didn't have much of an interest in staying in California as it was. So why would I apply to somewhere where I wasn't that interested in yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. and just and just be let down when that was my you know last option? Yeah. You know, instead of going to, you know, and, and and that's not to say that the Cal states aren't good schools. If that's where you feel like you'd fit in. Good for yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's no shade being thrown there at all. But, like, that just wasn't for me. So, yeah. I don't know. And I I just, I don't know. Another it thing, was a lot. Yeah, another thing in high school, counselors wanted to influence us a lot about how to save money. Like, you gotta, you gotta, like, like even if you have good grades, go to a Cal State. It saves more money. Then you can do grad school somewhere else. That's and a thing just, a lot of people don't take into account is undergrad doesn't really matter I, I was talking to my dad because he you know he he runs his own business and he, he has to work you know he has to, his a portion of his job is hiring new people and right. I asked him I was like you know how much does this undergrad degree really you know determine who you hire and he's like to be honest I don't even look at the undergrad like it just doesn't it just doesn't make a difference to me I'm more concerned with where they went to grad school or, or not even where they went to grad school but the work experience they have yeah. and the just the general experiences that they've accumulated throughout their life because that's what's going to be most important is how are you going to be able to apply what you've learned because exactly. if if you went to a big school you know but but aren't able to apply the information you've gathered throughout your time there then what's really the point like it it just doesn't do you much good yeah. so i think i don't know that's that's something i'm hope to be able to achieve is being able to not only you know have a great college experience but then apply what i've learned when I, when I make my way out into the into the workforce in in a in my specified field, yeah. because I think that's what's gonna ultimately play a large role in a person's success is how they're their just their experience, because I mean you you can you can have, you could have graduated from 
Harvard or, you know, like some big name school. Anyone can study. But, Anyone can study and, and graduate. Yeah, but I mean, if you're not able to get out in the workforce and then be able to communicate what you've yeah. learned, what's the point? And I think that's something that's overlooked as well, is the ability to communicate. I don't think enough people appreciate the ability to communicate. Because you can, you can be the smartest dude in the room, but if you can't communicate that effectively, you might as well be the dumbest person in the room. Yeah. You know, or at least you sound like it. Because you're not able to effectively communicate or convince people of, you know, your ideas. They may be great ideas, but if you can't get anybody else on board with them, then you've accomplished nothing. So, I, I don't know. I think that that's something that a lot of people don't appreciate. They can take a test really well, but they can't, you know, once they're out in the workforce, they don't know how to interact. You know, they're just like these, these computers. Yeah. You know, about they, they about can, what you just said about the testing. Mm-hmm. So, in high school, at least for me, like... I took I took AP Calc BC. I I studied the I studied the materials. I passed the AP test. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. I can't I can't. And then after I I literally like don't remember as See, much. That's another and problem. I don't underst- Like I don't I can't understand. That that's another issue is that people don't retain. They 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 learn for the test and then after exactly. the test it's just like a brain drain. Yeah. Just they just forget everything they've learned and move on to the next unit. And the stuff I remember is the stuff that, like, I don't know, was I interacted with on a personal level. Yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. just read it, read about it. Like, you know? I understood it. Like, yeah. I took the time to understand it, and I can explain it to someone else. And you can else. explain it, exactly. And you can articulate exactly what you've learned. And that's the truly important stuff. Because, so what? You know, you, you passed calc, and, you know, you, you passed the test, and all, you know, all that, that, that stuff's great. Yeah. But if you're, if you're not able to draw upon that information in the future... Exactly. Then, I, then what's the point? And I made that mistake, and that, I, I'm taking calculus again right now, in in Fullerton. Yeah. Because I need that stuff. I need that stuff for my major. Yeah. And it's just I can't. I can't just show them because I was I I got the units for it already, but what what the, what's the purpose of the units if I don't understand the material I need? Yeah. So I have to take it again, but this time I'm understanding. Yeah. And really like. Yeah, you're reinforcing what you already yeah, learned. Really taking the time to understand it. I think that that's that's a smart move. Yeah. Being able, because I mean, if, especially if you're gonna need it in the future, like for me in the field that I want to go in, at least math is not as big of a role. So I'm not gonna focus a lot of my time oh, on the math. Yeah. I'm gonna focus more on the, you know, the the public speaking and being able to communicate yeah. and you know writing and being able to put together an argument and convince people of my you know what what I think and how I feel you know that that stuff is going to play more of a role in the field that I you know intend to study in and like I said it it differs from person to person in terms of where what they want to study and And exactly and I think you need to analyze that and acknowledge the fact that look nobody is going to be good at everything exactly there's just not there's just not a way somebody some people can be decent at everything but, but you're not going to be able to be excel at every single thing yeah. and when you find the thing that you're able to excel and that's why I'm so grateful because even like it's pretty early for at least I mean from what I'm seeing in, in terms of like the general population of people you know going to college or about to leave for college or just having left for college you know like that kind of pocket of people uh, you know my peers basically yeah is that a lot of people don't know what they want to do but they're going into a four year program under yeah. you know a really broad major like business a lot of people that don't know what they a want to do supply as business don't know what but doing. they don't know what they want to do with it but then what's really the point of a business degree if you have no like 
path yeah. set for you and you know or set in front of you and i'm not saying that i have this path laid out in front of me but i know what i want to study i know what my strengths are and i know what i want to work towards yeah, so at least i have like I, I, I have a point that I want to get to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not quite sure how I'm going to get there. I don't have all that all laid out. But at least I know what I want to work towards. So I already have more direction than I feel like a lot of the people do. And that's not that's not me bragging or anything like that. It's just, that that's me just commenting on the, uh, I think, another broken part of the college system is a lot of people just don't know what they want to do. But yeah. they're putting themselves into a position where they're being forced to decide what they want to do and, and then come out of it unhappy because they haven't studied anything they're truly interested in. Or they stay they stay in. They stay in more than four years and they keep changing exactly. their majors. They keep changing their majors and, and it costs more money they and they do. still haven't found out what they want to yeah. do. And, and it's, benefiting, it's benefiting the universities and the colleges. Cause well, they just get more money, but it's yeah. not benefiting you, which is, I mean, exactly. ultimately you have to look at you're You're there yourself, yeah. to benefit yourself and to be able to, to better yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people forget or, or don't optimize is the benefit for themselves. I don't know. I think, I think like I said, I have no solutions for the college system. I, I, like, like you said earlier, Z, uh, it's become really heavily ingrained in society and yeah, it has it's... been for a long time. So it's going to take a complete overhaul of the college yeah, system. Yeah. To take, you can't just like nitpick at specific parts and hope that something comes, yeah. you know, something good comes out of it. It's going to take a complete overhaul of it the college system. from a lot of people. Just but the thing is, nobody's gonna. The no. colleges aren't gonna change that because they're making buttloads yeah. of money off it. It's become, like you said, it's become a business. Yeah. They're just they're making money, and they can get more money from like out of state students and foreign students. So they're taking them over mm-hmm. the in states. Like I looked at like UCSB's acceptance. Like I was in a lot of you know I think a lot of people were in you know a lot of like group chats for different colleges and you know stuff like that uh-huh. like accepted students and stuff like that. Yeah. And. So many foreign students from, especially from like England or stuff like that, yeah, yeah. were getting into these UCs, and I'm like, but yeah. these UC systems, like the taxes my parents pay, and I mean I'm paying them now too, are for are, the are, public, are, are for, are for the, the public, public schools, universities, are for yeah. the public universities, and we're not even, yeah, we're not, the yeah. benefits of our labor. You know yeah, what I mean? Like we're not priority. even, we're not even being able to be accepted into these colleges because they're they're prioritizing these out of state students that they can charge more money for, yeah. and get more money from, and the people who are paying into that system aren't even the ones benefiting from it. So it seems like that kind of pisses me off too. Yeah. Because, you know, you're working for this, for the for this system, and then the system doesn't even benefit you. Exactly. So, I don't know. I sound pretty salty about the whole system, but I think that represents a lot of the lot of, frustration yeah. that this, you know, younger group is feeling going into this college system. And everyone's feeling it, and the, like, I feel like the only way we're going to change it is if everyone agrees to, like, Boycott that, but no one's gonna. No one's going to because There's employers no are still gonna value going to. the college degree. Yeah. Over somebody who doesn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that person's always gonna get the job. Yeah. Because they're gonna, they're they're just viewed as more qualified. Society, society made it seem like college is so needed right after high school that yeah. like no one's. Gonna and we're seeing more and more examples of people who just didn't go to college and have made it big. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a, that's still a small, you know, sample small size. Small sample of people, size, of course. But it's been shown that it's possible. Yeah. It's it's been shown that it's not necessary. Yeah. But we make it seem like we like you're gonna fail without it. Like you're gonna one hundred percent fail without it. Yeah. So. I don't know. And that works for the college's advantage too, because it because it seemed like a necessity by you know, the majority of society. So they're gonna always have They're always gonna have they're always yeah, exactly. They're always gonna be in business. And why would they change? They're making money. Yeah. So they've got no incentive to change. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I mean, it's just ridiculous. 
I don't know. I also thought, uh, like, the, the sheer number of people applying to colleges, I mean, with the population size still growing, it's not going to stop. Like, I think, I think there was something like 300,000 applicants for UCLA or something wow. like that. Like, it was an insane number. Yeah. So, of course, I mean, their acceptance rate is so low because, I mean, they have to be selective. They can't accept, they can only accept, like, what, like, 1,000, 1,500 people from oh. 300,000. So, like, that number is already so selective. And on top of that, they're being selective within those, the, you know, 1,500. Yeah. So, it just, just at, at every turn, there's another obstacle to face. And it just seems like there's an endless, just barrage of, here's another obstacle to overcome and decline. And, I mean... Even when you get into college, the college acceptance process isn't done until you start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's still so much to take care of. Exactly. Housing, roommates, uh, you know, eating. Just, just, just eating is, is, you know, a painstaking process to, you know, go through and secure. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is just, it's become such a, a such a pain. And you have to play it like a, like a chess game. You know, think, you're thinking like 15 moves ahead. Yeah. And it's so stressful. And people is, are just burning out is, because it of it. Is. Because they're pushing themselves so hard to get into college. And once they get into college, they're so burnt out, they can't even compete anymore. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like I said, the whole thing needs an overhaul. But I don't know exactly who, who's going to implement that. It's going to take a societal overhaul. Yeah. And I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, it's never going to happen. It's just never going to happen. Anthony, are you happy with the, the route you've taken in terms of going to IVC? Like, do you regret that decision? Or are you are you are you you feel satisfied with the path you've taken? Um, I'm really satisfied with it, but then again, I hate telling people that I'm going community, so I kind of just keep college like out of topics and stuff. I don't know. Well, yeah, because there's still that stigma around yeah, going to yeah. like a community college. But I, I gotta say, it's becoming for the people who have gone through the college process. Exactly. It opens their eyes. For the new generation, it's gonna be. Like it's gonna less, be a very less, less like looked upon like right now. Yeah, it's le- it's gonna be less looked down upon. Yeah, and it's gonna be something that's seen as, yeah, that's a pretty a smart, smart move. choice. Yeah, a it's smart a smart choice, choice financially. Yeah. If you don't know what you want to do, I think it's definitely the way to go because it saves money and gives you time to figure out, you know, what you really want to do with your life. Because a lot of, I mean, how do you expect an eighteen year old to be able to plan out the rest of their life? Yeah. it's just not reasonable to assume. But it's it's the it's. It's not reasonable, but at the same time, it's the general assumption being made. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it's the assumption being forced upon you. Is you know, if you, if you don't know what you want to do, it's almost seen as like, what do you mean you don't know what you want to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, yeah, like you're looked at as the abnormality, but really that that just makes. But why would you know what you want? That makes to do? me the smart one. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, it's dope though. I like the experience and stuff. It's not like as crazy and you know as fun as like going to a bigger university or like Cal State or anything but I mean it's still pretty cool I get a lot of freedom I do whatever I want you know everything's on me no, no one's holding my hand anymore and yeah you still have that you still have that next level of freedom yeah exactly I think it's a good stepping stone yeah because I mean eventually I'll hit the same spot that everyone else is at you know it's and see that's the thing a lot process. of people don't understand is that this transfer program that a lot of that every almost I think every junior college is implementing you're gonna end up if you transfer you're gonna end up with the same degree as a person that went to that school as a four year. Yeah. Like it makes no difference in terms of like end goal and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So if that if that truly works out for you, then damn, you made the right way to go. Alright, we're almost out of time here, so I think we should wrap this up. I think we've had a pretty good discussion so far. Yeah, it is. Mean, 
intellectual. I don't know. I, that was interesting to hear about what Austin had to say. I didn't know about all that. You know, that was a lot deeper dive than you know any conversation I've had previously regarding the Marines and stuff like that. And I'm glad Anthony that you've you know not regretting your decision. I think that was definitely a smart move to. to that was a smart move to make. I'm glad. I'm glad you're having a good time at Fortinsy. I think yes, you're gonna. Sir. I think you're gonna have a good time these next. Uh, Coming years, I think that they're going to be an exciting time in everybody's life, especially you know, yeah. because college provides such a, a a unique experience, which yeah. which is really what you're paying for is a, a unique experience. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll see though. At the in mean, this generation and the coming generations are really going to you know determine how college is viewed and how it's how we interact with it in the future. Yeah, hopefully, it's better. Hopefully, it is. <laughs> hopefully it's better. All right. Well, this is the end. Um, Thank you, Anthony, Austin, and Z for joining me on this. Of course, Jarvis. You. We'll see you next time. Later.